Welcome to the Liminal Space Podcast, where we feature conversations on life's journeys between the no longer and the not yet. We hope you are encouraged and empowered by today's conversation. In today's podcast, we'll delve into the topic of boundaries, what they are, why they are important, and in establishing and maintaining healthy relationships. So boundaries, right? Um, I think there's different types of boundaries, and that's some of the th- that we're going to speak a little bit about that. Um, so I don't know if you guys want to say hi to everyone since this is the second episode. Yeah. Hello, everyone. This is hi. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode two of the Liminal Space podcast. Like Gimme mentioned before, we're going to be speaking about boundaries. We're going to be defining boundaries. We're going to be um, giving examples of what boundaries look like for us, both external boundaries, internal boundaries, and why they are so important. So, yes, welcome. For me, I think, you know, it's the first thing that you learn, at least for me learning boundaries because I have absolutely no boundaries I'm still learning them so when I started this you know crazy um, healing process boundaries was something very foreign to me so Yemi how would how would you define boundaries for you because I've heard different definitions from different um, thought leaders Um, one of the things I heard from Dr. John Townsend, who's one of the leaders in, in the topic of boundaries, is that boundaries is basically where, where one person ends and the other person begins. So like where I end and when everybody else begins. That's like a very broad definition of boundaries. So what would it mean to you specifically? It's interesting because I have read uh, the Dr. Cloud and Townsend book twice. Um, I'm probably going to read it again and again and again because it's, I think it's like an amazing manual to learn the basics for boundaries, but boundaries, you learn them as you go. I mean, boundaries, like you say, like they, it's not only where you end and the other person begins, but I think, you know, uh, we have heard from um, Chip Judd, um, I think all of us, you know, the hula hoop, Mm -hmm. you know, he gives the example of the hula hoop and you know, you're inside of the hula hoop and anything that's inside of the hula hoop is yours. Anything that's outside of the hula hoop, those are the things that you have no control. But then within the hula hoop, there's certain things that are part, you know, you're responsible and then another person is also responsible. So boundaries for me is, is maturity. It's being able to be an adult and say, I'm responsible for this. And other people are not responsible for this and it's kind of letting go of that idea of that victim mentality that another person is responsible for things that um for the things they did hurt you but those things that they did to you had consequences right and um not learning boundaries or never having boundaries it's something that i had to learn and I had to let go of the idea that that person is responsible for me now having to learn how to deal with this, you know, with these things, you know, being having discipline or uh, being on time, waking up early, you know, those are self boundaries, of course, but also, you know, saying no when you don't want to do something. So it's part of also learning who you are. So for me, boundaries is that is learning who I am, 
and learning the things that um, I have control of and learning the things that I don't have control of and letting go of those things. What about, what about you guys? Yeah, I think for me, um, as far as boundaries goes, one thing that I've been realizing is it, it's essential to my mental health and emotional health. And I've been realizing that anything that I feel threatens that and in a sense of like anything that's going to take away my peace of mind, I think it's what I need to kind of put like a, well, put a boundary on um, and be able to um, assess for myself, like, you know, is it, is this person or this thing or whatever it may be, how is it affecting my energy? How is it affecting my mood? How am I, am I feeling um, safe? You know, I think these are a lot of the questions that I ask myself as far as um, when it comes to having to place boundaries um, with certain people or certain things or, um, and even boundaries with myself. Um, I think I have to ask myself, like, how is this essentially giving me life and, and helping me kind of achieve the things that I want to achieve. And at the same time, uh, finding, um, I guess, I don't know, like harmony and connection with myself where, um, I'm able to do that so that therefore after I can kind of go out and give it to others. But I think the only way I can do that is if I'm, I guess, in a, in a sense, um, protecting my, my energy, my happiness, my time. And, um, I don't know, that's kind of, I don't know if that's kind of like a definition or not, but I think for me lately, that's what I've been focusing on as far as my boundaries. And, and honestly, um, anything that might be abusive or, you know, if someone um, wants to kind of give me some kind of negative comment, or I know that they have an opinion about something, but I don't want to, for example, if I don't want to, you know, engage with that or listen to it, you know, a boundary that I can put is kind of just telling the person like, hey, you know, um, I appreciate that you want to talk to me, but if you if you don't have something um, that's going to add value to me and to my life, like I'd rather just not hear it and would appreciate it if you would be able to keep that to yourself. And I know um, as I was talking to you ladies this week, I, I did have a scenario like that and, um, you know, what it was able to place that boundary in in a way where it wasn't essentially, you know, I guess to hurt the person, but like in, in a way of just saying like, hey, like if you're gonna say something, say something nice. If you don't have something nice to say, don't say it at all. So I think a lot of the time that it's a form of just uh, safety and, and, and taking care of yourself. Honestly, boundaries are, are a form of self-care um, is, is how I'm seeing it. But like Yemi said in the beginning, I'm still learning as well. Um, this has just been a, a, a recent journey, um, just a, a couple years of, of learning how to place boundaries. So definitely still fairly new at it too. Um, so yeah, how about you ladies? I think I agree with Yemi and it's one of like the first things that you learn or you're supposed to learn, I think, um, because when I was thinking about this while you guys were talking, 
when we're born, they have to cut the umbilical cord. So that's already like the first boundary that is created for us when we're born, right? Where we become separate from our mothers. Um, and I think that throughout our development, as we keep growing up, we continue to discover that we are separate from our, our mothers, our parents. Um, some people, some of us learn that easily. Some others, we don't learn it so easily, or maybe it's not a concept that is encouraged so easily. Um, but I just, when you guys were talking, that's the image that I got, like, wow, that was the first boundary um, that was created for us. Um, so for me, what I've learned about boundaries has come from mostly Chip Judd. Um, his teaching on, or his teachings, because it's a series of teachings that he has on boundaries. I think have been able to kind of push, like propel me forward in that journey, understanding what internal and external boundaries are. So I think the definition you gave, you guys gave at the beginning was really great for external boundaries, right? Like you end there, I begin here. But I think the key for internal boundaries and understanding the difference between them is external means you end out there, but internal is I am responsible for what's in here. And I think that's so pivotal in coming out of, like you guys said, that victim mentality where I have internal boundaries, I know what I'm responsible for. Um, and it's also part of maturity, right? Like when we become more mature, as we grow up, as we, as we, I guess, grow older, but not really physically, but like just mature, you know, we become responsible for what's inside. Um, and we have those those um, boundaries, those limitations for ourselves, which people would call self-discipline, self-care, all those things where we are taking care of what's inside our hula hoop, those are our internal boundaries. Um, and even the way we manage ourselves, our emotions, you know, like I'm not going to let myself think those things. I'm not going to let myself eat that. I'm not going to let myself not exercise today. I am not going to go to sleep without brushing my teeth. Like things that seem so simple, but those are boundaries that we have within ourselves, things that we know we have to take care of. Um, so I think defining boundaries would, it, it has to go hand in hand with the difference between internal and external. Um, and I, I think that the hardest part of that for me has been understanding that I am a separate individual, right? Um, in my home, I grew up believing like I am responsible for other people's emotions, which is a huge part of boundaries, right? Understanding that the emotions of others is in their hula hoop, not in my hula hoop, like Yemi mentioned earlier. Um, so I, I think that's a huge difference and, and it's really part of defining boundaries. Yeah, and for I think me, as part of, um, you know, healing from codependency and as part of my healing journey, I realized that boundaries, this is just a limit, but it's also empowering to the individual setting the boundaries. Because for me, like I found that I can be more authentic with myself and with others, where, for example, if I say no, instead of maybe, because no is a boundary word. So it's like I'm, I'm being authentic to me and I'm keeping um, that boundary there and keeping that um, I'm letting that other person know and understand like where I stand in the relationship. 
you know, and I feel like for me, this journey has been so empowering because like I said before, as I heal from codependency and I'm understanding more and more how boundaries and the lack of boundaries have like really messed a lot of things up in my life. But now as I start to implement both internal and external boundaries, I feel like I'm getting much more, like more meaningful relationships out of my current relationships, out of my friendships, out of my relationship with my parents, for example. Um, even learning how to set boundaries with them and standing my ground, even though it's difficult at times, because, you know, we've grown up, especially in Latin homes, not, you know, that there is no boundaries pretty much. But I feel like, throughout this journey, the boundaries have really been helpful for me and I'm seeing fruit in those relationships. So, yeah. So let's talk about some healthy examples of boundaries in our lives. Um, what would you say is like a, is a way maybe this week that you set a boundary that was healthy for you? You know, it's interesting. No, it's, Lucia said it. No, it's a whole sentence. You know, like you put N-O and then you put a dot at the end. That's a sentence, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, and it's so difficult because we're not modeled this as children, you know? Some of us, you know, we're fortunate to have this model. Some of us were not modeled healthy boundaries. And, you know, we were modeled the opposite. So when you say N-O dot, you know, what comes after that is usually guilt, shame, embarrassment, fear, rejection, you know, like those things, you know, come added to it because you had you have no idea. So for me, an example this week is just saying N-O dot and, you know, tell myself, you don't have to be, feel ashamed about it. You don't have to feel guilty about it because you decided that you did not want to go there and you did not want to go with x y and c people and uh, me saying no it does whole sentence i don't have to explain why i don't want to go it's just simply my decision that i don't want to go and you know thank you yeah definitely um i think for me i didn't i, I kind of mentioned it in the beginning i had um so long story short, everyone, I decided spur of the moment to shave my head. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a, you know, kind of dramatic look. I had pretty long hair for the most part. Um, and nothing, I just wanted to um, do something different. And um, it just kind of, I think was also part of my process of just kind of being more true to myself and feeling more authentic as a person. And um, so with that, uh, I did get a lot of good feedback, you know, people, you know, were like, wow, that's amazing. Good for you. That's awesome. Are you happy with it? Yes, I love it. Oh, my gosh, you know, like, it was great. But then you're always gonna have, I think, people here and there that um, instead of wanting to lift you up, you know, it's, it's, questioning decisions and questioning different things. So long story short, um, I did receive a text message from someone. Uh, basically, um, it was like, hey, how are you doing? Um, what did you do to your hair? And basically, um, 
I already knew um, off of knowing this person that they were basically wanting to tell me like, oh, it looks, I mean, I can assume in the sense because it, I've, I've had a consistent pattern with this person, but long story short, it was, it seemed like they were just wanting to offer their opinion and not necessarily say something um, constructive or, you know, encouraging. Uh, so basically I, I took the initiative at that point and kind of realized like, hey, I've fallen into this cycle time and time again and allowing this person to give me unsolicited advice or their or their opinions that I didn't even ask for um, about certain things and situations. And it always tends to be something on the negative end of things. So as I caught myself, I decided ahead of time before anything to tell them, hey, you know what, um, thanks for reaching out. Um, yeah, I saw that you you saw a picture of my new, my new look, um, but honestly, I would appreciate it if you don't have something positive to say about it. I'd rather just not hear it, and I would re really appreciate it if you just wouldn't tell me. And I was actually pretty shocked because I thought I was going to get this overreaction or, or something, and even if I did, like, it wasn't going to be my problem, but... I was surprised to, to hear this person say like, well, yeah, I have, I have my opinion, but yeah, I, I'll keep it to myself. The one that is supposed to like it is you. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. And I, I do love my new haircut. Um, so thank you. And I really appreciate it. Hope you and your family are doing well. And I kind of ended the conversation there. So for me, that was honestly like a huge win um, because I know you asked me to do that. Even I think a few months ago, like I probably wouldn't have had the courage to be able to kind of, take care of myself and stand up for myself and like love myself enough to say like hey you know what like there's nothing wrong with my haircut I love it and if other people don't love it that's on them but it has nothing to do with me so yeah I know that was a little long-winded but um that's kind of one of my wins this week as far as boundaries I love that I love that you did that because you know what most people don't have the courage to say that and to say hey you know what like if it's not nice and don't say it and what's interesting is I grew up here um sorry I grew up hearing that like I grew up hearing if you don't have anything good to say don't say anything at all so I practice that but most people don't practice it towards me and the people that <laughs> taught me that don't practice it towards me you know so I think that it's good that you use that because you know what you set a boundary with other people but you also protected yourself and I think that's the most important part like I think that was very good. And for me this week, I think what has been the biggest, I guess the boundary that I can think of off the top of my head has been internal boundaries. Um, so I have been trying to take care of myself better, making sure that I go to bed early and, and um, for example, going and exercising on a regular basis. And I have been practicing internal boundaries with with myself and my food so like I have been cutting back like I haven't had you know sugars and things like that um and I have been kind of like dieting so it's interesting because I never would have thought of that as a boundary before but it's an internal boundary right it's me saying no to myself it's me saying like, you're not going to just do whatever you feel like doing. You're going to do what's best for you in the long run. Um, and that, once again, I think is one of those things that we keep acting like we're children, 
right? And we keep, um, how do I say this? We keep just kind of giving everything to that inner child. So like whatever I feel, oh, I'm feeling bad, I'm going to treat myself. Oh, I, you know, this sucks, I'm going to go shopping. Oh, this, this is terrible, I'm going to go whatever. You know, for me, it used to be shopping. Um, and then I cut back on that and it became food. Um, so it's just a, a matter of like, hey, you know what? Like, I'm not going to go and indulge what I feel. So I'm going to say no to my indulgences, right? I'm going to say no to that. And instead, I'm going to figure out why do I feel this way? Like, why am I upset? Why do I feel like I need to go and drown that? And um, and I, I really believe that's an internal boundary, having to say no to ourselves. So that's that's personally what I've been practicing this week. And Natalia, um, me too. I've been practicing a lot of internal boundaries coupled with reparenting my inner child because it's like you said, it's like we have that little kid that wants what it wants, you know, and it's like you're going to give it what it wants. And for me, it's like um, it's not overindulging myself and trying to get to the root of, of why I'm feeling anxious. For example, I've been dealing with a lot of anxiety these past few weeks and it's been okay yes, we're going to feel this, but we're not going to let these feelings kind of take over, you know, or, or run our lives for this day. And so it's been, I've been setting my, my internal boundaries and learning how to, how to manage those emotions, letting them, you know, just like flow through, but not take over. And at the same time, when those anxious feelings come, you know, like those old mechanisms of wanting to self-soothe, like eating more sugar or, overindulging in on watching tv or something like that things that i would have done in the past it's like no let's just rest you know let's rest right now turn off the tv and just go take a nap or go read a book or go and, and do some meditation or something that will be a benefit to me instead of detrimental and i feel like that's something that that i've been struggling with this week but at the same time i I struggle, but at the same time, I was like, I'm seeing, I'm making the connections and I'm seeing why I'm struggling. And I feel like in doing so, I'm also overcoming this. Yeah. Um, thank you ladies for sharing that. I feel like that's one thing that I feel like I've been, I've been struggling with my internal boundaries lately. And just even in the sense of like, I know I have some, I have things that I need to get done but I tend to kind of like put them off because someone calls me and says, Hey, do you want to come over? We're going to have uh, a game night and uh, you know, we got some tacos here or whatever. <laughs> and you know, it, it sometimes like it's, it is difficult to make those decisions and be able to let certain things go because it's, it's technically a sacrifice, you know, that you're making in that sense. But um, I think at the end of the day, it's, it's more about, and, and this is where I feel like for myself, I circle back around that boundaries is about self-care and it's about self-preservation. And I think um, if we're able to begin to harness those things and take responsibility for our own lives, I mean, I think um, the sky's the limit, you know, I think we, we there's so much more that we can do and, and so much more that we're capable of doing because we have the energy, we have the space, um, to be able and the discipline to be able to get things done or um, be able to, to be more present with ourselves and with others. Um, 
So I just wanted to kind of say that, or, you know, kind of just a thought that I was having. You know, I like I your thoughts. <laughs> I love that you said that because it makes me think of um, something that Chip Judd talks about. He says, um, I kind of want to circle back to it if it's okay with you guys about us not feeling responsible for other people's emotions. Um, and Amaryllis, I think you really like modeled that this week with what you did. Um, and you said it, I don't know if you noticed that you said it, like, you know, you said what you needed to say, you protected yourself. And like, she could have freaked out from what you said to her, or yeah, she could have been very upset. And and you said, and that's okay if she is, that's not your problem, right? So, and th that almost sounds like heartless. Like we're not used to saying stuff like that because we feel like saying stuff like that makes us heartless or saying stuff like that makes us like um, just rude or something like negative. But in reality, we cannot control other people's emotions and we're not responsible for them. And feeling responsible for other people's emotions is the very core of codependency. Um, so when we feel bad for speaking up and asking for what we want, that means we're struggling with boundaries. When we um, cannot say no, that means we're struggling with boundaries. That means that we feel responsible for how our boundary will make other people feel. Um, and in, the truth is that there is a boundary. You are a separate person. And I think being able to exercise those boundaries is waking up to that and realizing, hey, I am a separate person. Hey, wait a second. It doesn't matter what I do. I can't make that person happy. I can't make them change their mind. I can't control those people. I can only control what is inside here, inside my hula hoop. Um, and I think that it's just, I heard, um, I, I've been listening to Richard Roy for the last like week or so. And he says, um, we wanna think that life is, is kind of like linear, right? Like there's a, like a straightforward connection between one thing and the other. And what we realize now is that life is so interconnected. There are so many dynamic things going on. So we talk about boundaries, but tied to this is codependency. Um, tied to this is, um, is, um, is so much more than that, you know? It's not just saying no, it's asking for what we need. It's when you have to go to the bathroom, going to the bathroom, that sounds crazy, but, but it's so real. Like I remember being a kid and hearing, well, you didn't tell me you had to go to the bathroom. So now you have to wait for an hour to go again. And it was like, why? Like, but that produced something in me where it was like, hey, I'm afraid to ask for what I need. I'm afraid to do that. I will not like do and give my body the things that it needs um, because I'm afraid I will be an inconvenience to others, you know? And, and I, I think it's just all interconnected. I think it's, it's hard to pinpoint it. It's hard, but it, it, it starts little by little. It starts with saying no, it starts with giving your body what it needs. It starts with um, resting, being still, like like Lucia said, I think that was so good. I think it's, it's all connected. You know, for me, boundaries, um, sorry, for me, boundaries, it's, 
at the beginning was very traumatic. And it goes back to, you know, that childhood phase, like you, you're talking about, Natalia. And it just made me think about it because as a child, you're, and I go back to the modeling part, but, you know, Tom, uh, Henry Cloud in his, in the book on boundaries, they talk about that for a child of an addict, it's very traumatic to make, you know, to have boundaries or to, or to set boundaries because you don't know if um, the person is going to be uh, respectful or if they're going to go and, you know, go on a rage because you're setting a boundary. So for the child, it's very traumatic to say, no, I don't wanna, I don't want that because trauma does that, you know, to, to, to us as, as human beings. And, you know, for in a way, setting boundaries is kind of like you're kind of undoing some of that trauma and that in itself for me sometimes can be traumatic because you have to relive certain points of, of your life where you weren't being um weren't setting boundaries and i you know i didn't know exactly what i was responsible for because as a child there are certain things that you're not supposed to be responsible for but you're made responsible too because those boundaries are so broken, you know? And then they keep on, you know, they keep on entering into your personal boundaries or they keep on making you go outside of the boundaries that you have. And it's, you know, it's so traumatic to have to go and say no. And it's like, for me, that's the truth, you know, like boundaries is, you know, relieving trauma, but boundaries is healing that trauma as well. You know, it's, learning that man no you you're responsible for this you're responsible for yourself and it's okay that you're taking care of yourself and I love that you guys keep on saying self-care because you know you have to be so loving with yourself to set up boundaries because you have to be able to forgive yourself in those moments that you have to say no to pretty much everything because you have no idea what what you're you know what to say yes and what to say no to I don't know if you guys you know if that ever happened to you guys yes it's like you're 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 learning how to walk so you go like for me I find that I struggle with getting the balance right so sometimes like I'll, somebody will ask me something and I immediately want to say no because I feel like my boundaries are being violated right but then it's like, I have to take a step back and kind of reassess and like, wait, is it really being violated? Or is it just, just me being afraid that they might be violated, you know? But Yemi, in what you were saying, I feel like learning about boundaries and learning how to set boundaries is a sign of emotional maturity. You know, it's like a sign of us getting ready to, to grow up, that inner child needs to grow up. And a healthy sign of that is, is boundaries. So it's going to be uncomfortable. Like, you know, it is uncomfortable because it's, it's going against the grain of things that we've been taught and things that we, we know to be, to be quote unquote, right. You know, like understanding that we are not responsible for other people, you know, understanding that we're not responsible for how our parents feel or for the career that we're going to choose or for the person that we're going to marry, like that's not going to be affecting them. And, you know, like, like that choice shouldn't be affecting them emotionally. But it is, it's, it's, it's a very uncomfortable thing, but it's a necessary thing. And I feel like 
going um, back to what Natalia was saying and reading the, the Richard the Richard Rohr book called Falling Upwards, right? Um, and how he talks about the two stages of life, the first stage being like the immature stage and the second stage being when we start to finally, be, you know, begin to mature. And I feel like we're all in that second stage, even though we're still, you know, young in the second half of life, um, emotionally speaking, because we're ready to, to walk that out and we're ready to, to embrace and understand what boundaries are and ready to, you know, to kind of just take in the, um, I don't want to say like the effects, but the whatever may come after we start setting boundaries, because we will get some rejection, we will get pushback from people, especially people that are not used to boundaries, or maybe they have no boundaries themselves, which are usually the ones that we get pushback from, and learning how to stand our ground, despite of that pushback that we get. And so yeah. Learning to respect other boundaries, it's also something that we have to learn sometimes. And that we, you know, yeah, because you can go all day and say, you know, respect my boundaries, respect my boundaries. But a lot of times we are not respecting other people's boundaries because we had no idea that those were boundaries. And, you know, that's just the truth. And I, you know, I think Lucia mentioned a little bit about, you know, Latin culture. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you know, not having boundaries, it's what, you know, people want you to do, you know, asking them about their business is what they think is the normal thing to do. But no, like, you know, I don't have to carry someone else's burdens. And I think, you know, that's, that's one of the switches that has to go in, you know, in our in our heads, my parents burdens, you know, I don't have to carry them. And it's, and it's like, it, it has nothing to do with lack of respect it has nothing to do with honoring and it has all to do with you know what I am a whole full-grown person and I'm responsible for me and the decisions that they make they are responsible for their decisions whatever the consequences and I don't have to pick up other people's mistakes and you know we go through life you know thinking you know I think, you know, with the victimization mentality, we also have this, you know, superhero mentality sometimes. So, you know, we have to go ahead and, you know, embrace, you know, other, you know, other people. And by embracing other people, we have to embrace their mistakes and we have to carry, you know, each other's burdens. And it, that doesn't mean that you don't feel compassion. And that doesn't mean that you, you know, you, you can be empathetic. It just means that you have to learn what are the boundaries. Where where can I, once you learn who you are, once you learn what you're capable of, and once you learn how to love others and how to, first of all, love yourself, then you are healthy enough to say, I can, as a brother, as a sister, carry each other's burdens with the, within the limits, you know, within the limits that I have and love them in a healthy way. But until we, we don't become wholly and fully healthy, and that's what Richard Rohr is really talking about, like the first half and the second half. And he even talks sometimes about after, you know, the second half, you know, pretty much graduating from that second half, because you really never stop learning. 
It's the same thing with boundaries. You really never stop learning boundaries. This is something that has, you know, that keeps on going. But you fully become mature. And once you fully become mature and once you fully become a bound, you know, a boundary expert, you know, or at least a boundary flexible, because you have to, you know, learn flexibility along with boundaries, then you're mature and you're an adult. And then you can say, I can carry my brother and my sister's burdens because an adult is able to do that, but a child is not able to do that. And as children, we, you know, as children, we were never safe enough to have healthy boundaries. And that's the truth because otherwise we wouldn't be here. As children, we, you know, we're still, parts of us are still very much children and they still need to, you know, evolve and they still need to evolve in those boundaries. It's like, you know, like, I love how you say, you know, like I'm teaching myself what to eat and what not to eat. And it's like, that's, that's beautiful, you know, like, isn't it beautiful to go and tell yourself, you know, I'm teaching myself this now. I'm teaching myself, you know, now how to love myself and how to, you know, enjoy myself and not feel so burdened sometimes in life because we keep on saying yes to things that we really needed to say no to. You know, I love that you said that, Yemi, because when we're first learning to set boundaries, we will usually have like really harsh boundaries. And we think we think of the extremes, no, like the yes people that say yes to everything, no boundaries. And then the people that say no to everything, harsh boundaries. So it, it, it's not like no boundaries, yes boundaries. It's a, it's a spectrum, right? Um, and I think that, and that comes with what you're saying, like growing up, no, like no boundaries is immature. Harsh boundaries is also immature, right? Like it's not mature to have harsh boundaries. It's not mature to tell someone off when they cross a boundary. A mature person flows. It's like water, you know, you can flow, you're more flexible. You still have your boundaries and you won't let anyone cross them and you take care of yourself and you protect yourself but it's not a harsh boundary. It's something that you can do in love. So you can say no, but you can do it lovingly. You can ask for what you need, but you can do it lovingly. You can say no to yourself and have self-discipline without being some kind of like food and exercise Nazi with yourself. You know, those are the extremes. So I think it's important that we like um, distinguish that because it's not just about like from one extreme to the other. I think the key and the goal is to kind of get to that place where we are just flowing. We have our boundaries. People cannot or won't or, you know, whatever, take advantage of us. We know how to take care of ourselves. We know how to protect ourselves. And something else that you said, Yumi, that I think is so pivotal is that whole like, if I am immature I cannot help others if I still act like a child think like a child um behave like whatever like a child I cannot help the people around me a lot of people don't know that the pathway to to maturity is taking care of yourself giving yourself what you were supposed to get those needs met that love that time the information, all those things, we want so much to get that from external sources, things outside of our hula hoop, 
When in reality, it's within our hula hoop that we need to get those things. It's within our hula hoop that we have to give ourselves those things. Um, and I think that when we take responsibility for that, when we take responsibility for our own maturing and our growth, then we'll really be able to grow up, have healthy boundaries, right? And help others as well. I love that. I, I just wanted to, to end with um, this one, I guess, image, image or analogy, or I don't know what you want to call it, but uh, basically, uh, when I uh, used to go to my therapist, uh, one thing that she would tell me is a boundary was basically like a fence, but, a, but that fence had a door. And basically what that door did was allowed the good in, but kept the bad out. And I wanted to kind of paint that picture for you guys, because I think sometimes it's hard to be able to see how the ladies are talking about, you know, that flow of uh, boundaries, you know, and that flexibility. I think sometimes when boundaries are too rigid, it's, it becomes like a brick wall, you know, like nothing really can come in, nothing can really go out. But the moment that you're able to, to have that flexibility and be able to understand that, um, that, that no, or the, um, or, or trying to respect someone else's boundaries as well. Like that is kind of, uh, helping you, um, kind of open that, that fence when you need to, um, of that home. So essentially you're basically protecting your yard, your area, you are responsible for your area for nurturing and caring for it. And, um, I think the boundaries help you do that because what you're doing is, like I said, you're letting the good in, but then you're keeping the bad out and, and the things that, that are not suiting you. So I um, just wanted to leave you ladies, uh, I mean, everyone, but also you ladies um, with that imagery because it was something that was very much impactful for me and, and kind of helped me understand boundaries a little bit better as I was kind of starting on my journey of, of just even trying to figure out what the heck they were, so yeah i love that image that was i think that's a great way to close so with that we just want to say thank you for joining us for today's episode please follow us on instagram and facebook and make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform to get notified on our next episode thank you for joining us today on the liminal space podcast we hope you join us for our next episode and remember your healing changes the narrative of your life